You know that it starts at 11.55 every day. It's not my fault that you... That's not my... You should be able to tell time. This is not something... I'm not your babysitter either. I'm not. That's your wife's job. She signed up for that. That's her problem. She's contractually obligated to be your babysitter. I am not. Yeah, but she's like turbo pregnant at the moment. Still not my problem. So she can't be expected to do anything. That's, again, I can't be held responsible for the actions at your home. I can't. Well, this isn't my home. It may as well I, I, be sometimes. Sometimes it is for both of us. Sometimes it feels like I'm <laughs> doing this internet uh, for 650 something consecutive time. Are we, uh, we're dang near T minus one month to do day, right? Uh, we're, is it the ninth? We're, I mean, we're in the last month, man. It's yeah. December 2nd. Is oh, it's the, the second. Oh, so we're, we're past it. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. We mm. are, um, we're, we're in it. I mean, it's going to be, it's, I'm, I'm. I've told people this. I'm basically on the um, I'm, I'm I'm on alert that I could get a call at basically any moment yeah. and say, "Oh, it's happening," and it wouldn't be like a huge shock, right? You know, like if it had come two weeks ago, right. it would be like, "Oh, something's wrong." Yeah. Now it's like, "Oh, it's early, but like yep. within the range," right? You know. Yeah. So I'm I'm I've, I've got to pack this weekend is actually. Um, oh, you got to pack the bags to be ready. The go bag. The go bag. Which, you know, that was always something. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but that was always I mean, something you are, that you but... would have, like, whenever people were talking about like heist movies. Sure, you got to like have that. a go bag. You got to have a go bag yeah. ready. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is like, except instead of a... instead of going and stealing something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go and uh, my life's going to get considerably more expensive yeah it's uh you're like a doomsdayer you gotta go back yeah yeah like if i if i think that, just, the only thing missing is like you don't have like you know five gallons of water in the back of your car not yet i don't not yet you don't. i mean i don't know why you would need that i don't know do babies drink water nah, let us know in the comments nah the uh my favorite part of this i was talking to my wife about this last night i was like oh you know so i started talking to greg about you know contingency plans whenever this baby comes around you know kind of what we're gonna do and just to pull the curtain back a little bit for uh, our loyal viewers here, I was like, "Hey, you know, Greg, uh, if you go to the hospital, you know, who's going to get the text? You know, how long?" And, he's, and he goes, "Oh, you, you said, uh, oh, you know, I'll text the boss. Probably text you." Um, I was like, "All right, well, you know, depending on the day, we'll do, do this, this, and this." And you're like, "Oh, I'll, I'll take my computer. I'll have my computer with me because you're a masochist." Yes. The birth of your first child. I have my computer with me. If you guys need me to do anything, sh- shoot some emails. Well. Post some stuff to the site. I got this. But here's here's the thing, though. Okay, yeah. is and 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 fathers, drop in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. The thing about, from what I understand, is that there will be times like it's going to be moments where it's like you are spending twenty minutes doing nothing but taking care of the baby, right? And then like two hours where it right. just it lays there and sleeps or something. Well, my wife's counter argument was, well, you know, she's like labor can sometimes take 24 hours. Oh, at the hospital. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. He's, and she was like, so he may just be sitting around like waiting, waiting for things to heat up. Yeah. yeah. So my, my wife got told a horror story uh, recently about how, cause uh, the doctor said, okay, well, when contractions are so-and-so apart and blah, 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 right, 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 the hospital. right, right, right. So she got told a horror horror story. Oh, which good. is which? Which you should tell course, every uh, every pregnant yeah, woman, yeah, every first time. Every pregnant, pregnant woman, woman to wants to hear story. Every pregnant woman wants to hear how things can go absolutely yeah. horrible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
she uh this woman apparently goes to the hospital mm-hmm. and they say oh it's too early like too early you need to like go go home come back in a few hours and stuff like that's too early she comes back in a few hours and they say oh well uh here's the problem it's too late to give you the uh uh the the medicine the epidural so you're gonna have to do you're this you're just gonna have to do it you're gonna have to do it you're just gonna have to be tough my my wife my my wife um wants every little bit of medicine that they can give you. I've met your wife. I understand. She um she's a tiny special she's a del- person. She's a delicate flower. Yeah. She's a lovely little person, and the thought of her in pain seems impossible. It is. Uh, she wants everything. Uh, <laughs> What's the most pain you've ever seen her in? I mean, besides the reaction when you come home every night. Right. She like stubbed her toe once. <clears throat> that seemed like a bad day. Um, <clears throat> okay. Ran, she this... ran. <clears throat> My God. You, you do sound better today, even though you just got caught right there. I'm just um, – the good news is it's clearing out. Sure. That's, that's the sound of it clearing sure. out, which means I think sure. I'm on the back end of it. Anyway, um, Patton Oswalt had a bit about it, about how how he wants like all the all the futuristic stuff too, like all the stuff that's not even approved. It's like, well, we could put the – we could either wipe the kid off with a towel or we could put it in a cold laser bath. Right. The problem is that the cold laser bath kills it 10% of the time. <laughs> He's like, cold laser bath. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's how she wants it. She wants every drug you can give her yeah. at, uh, for childbirth. Yeah. There's some people, I have a lot of respect, uh, for, for mothers in general, for the ballers, for the ballers yeah. and, and, and a lot yeah. of respect for the people yeah. who, who do it like naturally yeah. and are like, Oh no, nah, I'm just I gonna, this. I'm just gonna like, like pioneer women. Do I it. can do it. Yes. I've got a lot of respect yeah. for you. I also think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. These two things I can hold in my mind at the same time. Hit the theme, Expo. Oh, I wasn't ready. Hold on. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, go! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast pet vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making it sound good today, celebrating his 40th birthday today. Happy birthday to Rio Ferdinand. But why? That is a former QPR great. Yeah, but he's also a United legend you can go away most importantly he's a qpr great today is wednesday november 7th 2018 15 days till thanksgiving episode 657 657 the number of hits for vicente padilla allowed in his illustrious texas rangers career the padilla flotilla (laughs) on today's show guys we will have this week in cruton with greg powers our recruiting analyst from next level athlete as well as back half of the show talk with craig way texas high school football hall of famer will join us i'm going to ask him not necessarily what he would do if he was in Temple's position, uh-huh. but I'm going to ask him to put some historical context on it um, as far as how rare this thing is. So we will talk with the Texas High School Hall of Famer coming up here in just a little bit. Um, so this is not a political show, uh, as as we have told you many, many times. I voted. Max voted. You probably voted if you were of age. I voted for bourbon. I voted. I voted three times. It was amazing. I didn't. I don't know how they let me do it. In any case, I'll say the same thing that I said after the election of 2016. Every henceforth time that po- politics comes into the news, 
The only thing that has ever been asked of you is to be kind. That's the number one thing that you can do to make this country great. Uh, be kind to people. I'm going to be kind to everyone except you. You know what? I feel like the commenters are probably nodding and saying that's what you, exactly what you should do. Right. So, uh, right. that's, and that's how democracy, they get me. And that's how democracy works. Yeah, right. <laughs> if it's popular, right. then it's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. So uh, Greg Powers is normally here on Wednesdays, but Greg Powers actually, uh, I think he's skipping town, something like that. Uh. I, think, I, I think he couldn't be here today. I think he had a meeting or something. Anyway, we did record this week in recruiting with him yesterday. Here is our conversation with Next Level Athletes recruiting analyst Greg Powers here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. There, you did it better. You said Cruton. You lo- you, I don't know why you like Cruton so much because, better than recruiting. Because that's the brand. Okay. That's what we're going for. It's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowers79 and follow our friends at Next Level Athlete, Next Level D1. Uh, once again, we are uh, back for another uh, This Week in Cruton, uh, talking about a lot of things going on around the state. First and foremost, uh, last week you went out to uh, was you were you at Mesquite? Is that right? Cedar Hill and DeSoto. Hill. Oh no, I mean last or, week. DeSoto. Cedar Hill plays DeSoto this week. Correct. Yes, that's a so big I, prospect game. Cedar Hill out of the way last week. Mansfield. Right. Got it. Um, okay. Let's start with the uh, this week in Cruton with your commit of the week. Jackson Smith and Jigma is a guy who has risen up the the pot or the uh, the, the the rankings the recruiting rankings. Uh, pretty swiftly uh, helps that he's getting the ball a lot in a high flying attack out there, but he made his choice this week. Yeah. And, and I think it was a little bit of a shocking choice. He took an unofficial visit up to Ohio state for a hotly contested game against Nebraska. I don't think a lot of people thought that the Buckeyes were going to get tested in that one, but they picked up the W and picked up a W in the, on the recruiting trail with the commitment from Smith and Jigba uh, who had a wide array of offers in addition to Ohio state, but that was certainly one of the very best ones he had on his list. Uh, and he'll be joining Lake Travis wide receiver Garrett Wilson uh, at Ohio State in Columbus. And that gives them a pretty good back-to-back haul at wide receiver in the state of Texas. Guys like J.K. Dobbins, uh, Baron Browning up there mm-hmm. already from the state, uh, Jeffrey Okuda, Kendall Sheffield. So Ohio State's really uh, putting the pressure on it, guys down here. It seems like Ohio State is one of those schools that they don't come in and get seven, eight kids but they will pick out one or maybe two and like real high profile ones and grab them. And it seems like that's how they recruit around the country too. I mean, they have a pretty good talent base in the state of Ohio, but mm-hmm. they're going into Texas, Georgia, Florida, California, even sometimes to secure guys. And Tate Martell kid was one of the stud quarterbacks, even at mm-hmm. powerhouse Bishop Gorman. So, I mean, they'll definitely flex the recruiting muscle when they need to. No, they certainly will. Uh, of course, he's a big reason why the rock wall attack is one of the most dangerous in the state. Uh, now for our uh, recruit of the week, our recruit of the week, uh, we're going to go from DFW down to the Houston area. Uh, a guy who has made his commitment to Texas A&M, uh, Demond Demas, the, uh, the, the big, uh, what's the word? Long receiver from uh, from Houston North Force. This guy's this guy. It just seems like his arms go on forever. I thought you were going to dip much much further into that vocabulary when you pulled out long. Long. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was going to like explosive. There's other words. Yeah. Lower. And I've been dying to talk about this guy you know, for for a few weeks. He just missed the cut for some reason when he had that five touchdown game earlier this year of being the underclassman of the week or the recruit of the week. He wasn't even the commitment of the week whenever he made his decision because somebody in the 2019 cycle edged him out that week. So I'm glad that we have the chance to talk about him because he's quite possibly one of the most special 
wide receiver prospects that I've covered in this state in some time. Wow. He really has that chance to advance to that next level because of his natural playmaking skills. You don't like to throw out comparisons to major NFL guys and, and stuff like that, but, I mean, he does have that Julio Jones-esque type of makeup and will only be up to him how high his ceiling can climb with the work ethic he puts in and uh, how he attacks his preparation for the NFL once he arrives in college. He is a 2020 kid out of Houston North Forest, currently committed to uh, to A&M, but I know everyone it's is It's not there. over. Yeah. He took a recent visit to Ohio State. Texas is still pushing for him hard. Has uh, Javon Shepard on their commitment list from North Forest, mm-hmm. who's working on him. That'll be an interesting dynamic. Will D- Demas help Texas A&M reel in Shepard, or will Shepard help Texas reel in Demas? Maybe they end up at separate schools. I mean, who knows, but it could go a number of different ways there. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete joins us every week on This Week in Cruden here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF today. All right. Underclassman of the week. Uh, this guy is actually up for our Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week after exploding uh, last week for 455 yards and five touchdowns, something like that. Uh, Denton running back Zylon Posey. Uh, difficult name to spell. Difficult man to bring down. This kid uh, sure put on a show on Friday night. I always forget how to spell his name when I should be locked in, but I did <laughs> some research for him, talking to some coaches within that district, and one of them is Zylon Posey's the man. Yeah. So he may be under the radar right now as it, it, it translates to colleges and D1 programs, but people in this area definitely know who he is, and I think once the colleges find out more about him, he's a guy who will pick up offers and a, a lot of D1 attention. Just starting to – to scratch the surface of his potential there. Um, A lot of the guys are deemed sleepers or Mm -hmm. under the radar or under-recruited, but let's not forget he still has more than a full year of high school left to go, and there's plenty of time for him to emerge. Well, this is a guy who's who's playing for a Denton team that's struggling right now, two and seven, um, you know, going to miss the playoffs, but but he put on a show last week uh, up for, as we mentioned, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week after exploding uh, in their big win uh, last week over Newman Smith. Uh, but just a, just a junior, a guy you're going to hear a lot about, Zylon Posey, the running back there at Denton. And finally, uh, recruit on the rise. Let's go down to the Austin area, to a private school in Austin, Austin Regents, uh, a quarterback by the name of Wilson Long, uh, who is uh, starting to make some waves. And not a lot of people knew about this yeah. guy before he made his commitment, picked up an offer from Cliff Kingsbury in Texas Tech. But I got news for you all that Cliff Kingsbury guy knows a little bit yeah. about quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I feel like whenever whenever somebody whenever Cliff Kingsbury offers a guy, that's like the seal of approval. Be like, this guy's legit. And when you watch his tape too, it, it's really fun to watch and and kind of uncanny some of the comparisons. Maybe that he has some of those Cliff to some of those Cliff Kingsbury quarterbacks that we we know in our most recent memory. You know, Alan Bowman right now playing as a freshman, waiting to see how his collapsed lung again works out. Mm-hmm. But Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Pat Mahomes. I don't want to say Wilson Long is an elite caliber recruit like those guys he isn't yet uh but when you watch his tape he has some of those qualities i mean he's a he's a quarterback who plays with a lot of confidence and swagger and just carries himself like that on the field he's a perfect example of being off the beaten path too right he's like he's down there in austin not a place known for private school football um he's down there playing for austin regents which is uh, i i would say not the the first private school you think of down there in the austin area uh and now you know he's just a you know uh 24/7 has him as a three-star quarterback you know that perfect example of just flying under that radar but but once cliff kingsbury notices you if he likes right. what he sees then suddenly i have i have a feeling this won't be his last offer but these types of quarterbacks are 
hot debates in our state. Yeah. Kyler Murray, there he was a five-star quarterback, but there were a lot of non-believers in his skill set. Mm-hmm. Even still to this day, you'll have a lot of people th- th- who think that he's not a difference maker at that position because of his height and size. Uh, Pat Mahomes, there was only one re- recruiting ranking service mm-hmm. that rated him as a four-star. That was me at scout.com back in the day, so no one rated him a four-star guy. He was mm-hmm. a three-star by and large by everybody. And Baker Mayfield um, didn't even have a scholarship offer when he walked on at Texas Tech because the schools that had offered him had filled up at the position. So uh, just because he's under the radar doesn't mean he can't be good. Wilson Long is certainly going to uh, be a, a, a point of debate uh, around uh, the football world here in the state of Texas. Uh, meanwhile, this week, week 11, final week of the regular season, uh, where are we going to find Greg Powers? Well, the JV game at Frisco Lebanon Trail is Wednesday this week, so mm-hmm. I haven't yet decided on which game I'll be at on Thursday. There's a lot of good games in the area to consider. You can do Arlington, Arlington, Lamar. You can do uh, DeSoto, Cedar Hill. Uh, let's see, there's another one that's really, Birdville, really good. Birdville and Denton Ryan. Birdville and Denton Ryan is a good one. I haven't seen Birdville yet. Uh, but Friday I'll be going to Bishop Dunn and Prestonwood Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. I went to one PCA game earlier this year when they played St. Pius X, but I haven't. Uh, yet had a chance to see the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Of course, they boast big-time safety Brian Williams, who's committed to Texas A&M, and a wide array of other recruits like Brennan Scott, uh, upcoming 2020 linebacker, and the list goes on. The Hullaby brothers over there, they've, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of talent in that program. Uh, it's going to be another big week here in Week 11 of Texas high school football season. In the recruiting ranks, and of course, our friend Greg Powers. Follow him on Twitter at GPowers79, and follow Next Level Athlete at Next Level D1 Powers. Appreciate your time. We'll do it again next week. Let's do it. There he is, Greg Powers, next-level athlete, uh, joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. Uh, he had to run off with his cool friends on went this Wednesday, which is why we had it recorded. But appreciate he other, him. He has other friends. Appreciate him making time for us uh, to come in. He didn't and, tell me he had other friends. Well, I mean, I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but sorry. Uh, anyway, that's uh, there's that. Uh, appreciate Greg Powers hopping on with us per usual. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbells Texas Football Insider. Let me tell you about that. Let me give you a little bit of a sales pitch. Hi. So perhaps you like football. Maybe that's why you're watching this show. Why don't you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider? It's in it for you. Where This is a, a subscription package for you, the, the consumer. You get two magazines. You get the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which I have a ton to do on today. Um, I have to work a lot on that. Uh, profiling more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2019 to the class of 2022. Um, it's a 96-page magazine. We will mail it directly to you right after Thanksgiving as soon as we go to press. We go to press um, – in two weeks, and so then it takes about a week, and then it'll be in the mail for you. You get that. You get pre-order for the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Forget about it. Just go ahead and buy it now. We'll mail it directly to you. Subscribers got it a week early last year. Uh, It's the Bible of Texas Football, previewing every team in the state from Class 1A all the way up to the Dallas Cowboys. We preview all of them, 400-page magazine, the one you know us for. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, and this is where I think the value proposition is. You get uh, computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game all the way through the playoffs. All the way through the playoffs. State championships roll around, we'll have computer projections for you. Those are going up today for Week 11. You get 
a season's worth of Tep and Step, our premium high school football insider podcast from Matt Step and I. That's up right now on TexasFootball.com. No, it's in the podcast feed. I need to put it up on TexasFootball.com today. Um, you also get playoff projections. If you want to know what the brackets will look like, what we think they will look like a week early, they're up right now at TexasFootball.com from Matt Steppy Crunch the numbers, figured out all the tiebreakers, figured out exactly what these brackets we think they're going to look like next week. Uh, you also get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, Texas Football Today extras, all that good stuff. Everything I just listed, two magazines, online content, 1995. For the year, for the year, not per month, for the year. You pay 20 bucks, you're done. 1995 for an entire year. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider makes a great gift. I was talking with a friend this week who said, hey, I'm an insider and I love it. That should be like the pitch. Eh, they're friends with you. They're what? biased. That's probably true. But I do think it's cool. TexasFootball.com to become Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the hotline and bring in the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, the man who has, uh, who has probably... Uh, lost sleep over more high school football tiebreakers than anyone in the state. We are joined by the great Craig Way. Craig, is that true? Have you have you probably spent more time thinking about high school football district tiebreakers than anyone else in the state? That's a rather depressing observation, <laughs> however true. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it, my favorite story, and I think I told this story last year, but, but we remember this, is my favorite story is, is the one from 1984, and I'm a, uh, a senior at North Texas and uh, broadcasting high school football games that year on the campus radio station, and it wound up being a four-way tie for first between Denton, Sherman, Wichita Falls Rider, and Richland, and they had to have a four-way coin flip. Uh, all of these results happened on Friday night, and this remember now, this is four years prior to the Friday Night Lights famous coin flip at the truck stop in Big Spring. So this is four years prior. Well, 1984. So these four schools wind up tied for first place. And so they say, and, and, and of course, in those days, only two teams went to the playoffs at every district. So they had to decide which two out of the four were going to get in. So they said, well, we're going to meet at this truck stop in Decatur on Saturday morning and do it. So I'd gotten wind of it. So I go out there and there at you know, nine o'clock in the morning is these coaches walking in in their school colors. And it's just this rainbow of colors. You have all these old timers sitting in the diner looking up from their bacon and eggs going, what in the world is this? And you got, you know, representatives from Ryder in black and gold and, and Denton in purple and yellow and Sherman in maroon and white and Richland and blue and red. And they're all walking in and they all put four quarters in the air. And the rules were, if any two come up heads and the other two come up tails, the two that come up heads are in. And then the head to head result would determine the seating. And the two that were tails were out. If any three came up the same, then the odd one was out, and they'd reflip one more time. Oh so that's how they did it. So they flip them. The, the coins hit the floor. Dens immediately comes up heads. Uh, Richland's comes up heads. Riders comes up tails. And Sherman's quarter rolls under a table. And and these coaches are dropping on all four fours and crawling on the table. I'm thinking, what a surreal moment it is. They, you know, you work so hard in the two-a-day practices back then and all the heat of August, and you play 10 regular season games, and it comes down to a bunch of older, middle-aged, <laughs> overweight guys crawling on all fours under a table between people's legs to see which side a quarter would flip up, and it flipped up tails, and Denton and Richland got in. So I, I, I always think about that kind of stuff. Uh, as well as some of the other bizarre tiebreakers over the years when it gets to this week. 
So this is – I know that you and I have had lengthy conversations about this. That This is one of your three favorite weeks of the year just because this is when the brackets will, will finally, finally take shape and we will have our roadmap for the remainder of the Texas high school football season. So I'm interested – is there one or two places or one or two districts or one or two games that you are paying special attention to that you think uh, could have major impacts on what these brackets look like when we, as you so, as you so aptly put it, unwrap the present uh, really on Saturday night? Yeah, I guess that's where we, we find that out, obviously. And most of it will happen late Friday night, yeah. obviously. And there's a few games left on Saturday. And even some of the package begins to be unwrapped on Thursday because there's a few games out there where the results uh, matter on Thursday. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a little curious, but I'm I'm always kind of partial to the districts where it's kind of a one game winner take all situation. You've got that in 12-4A Division two where Smithville and Caldwell are, are are playing one game head on mano a mano winner in loser out, but there could be a shuffling from second place down through fourth place on who actually is the two seed, the three seed, and the four seed. Same thing in uh, uh, 12-5A Division One. We know Hutto, obviously, with their landmark here, or 11-5A D1. They're the district champs, but second, third, and fourth, while the teams are decided, uh, Cedar Park, Georgetown, Maynard, the seedings are not yet set because Cedar Park plays Maynard this week. And so things are not there. And then, of course, in the crazy mixed-up world of 13-5A Division Two. Things are not set yet. Glenn is the district champ, uh, but they travel to Bastrop. Bastrop could be in with a win or in a tiebreaker based on points for the win, or they could be completely out if they lose, or they could still be in if they lose, and Cedar Creek could slip in the back door uh, if they do that, and Eastview can get in or out. So there's all of those kinds of permutations that go into the final week of a regular season. And then, of course, in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, keeping an eye on 66A is as goofy as that has been all season long, even though that's had some remarkable results for Flower Mound and for Louisville this year. Yeah, it, it's been really amazing there in Louisville ISD. Uh, one of the stories, I think, of the state is a resurgence of, of Louisville ISD. So then now let's kind of address what I think is, is going to be one of the big uh, discussion points, the thing that I think more ink will be spilled, more breath will be lost over. Uh, it's the situation in District 12 6A, uh, where Temple after losing to Hewitt Midway, still holds their destiny in their own hands, but they could actually improve their playoff seating and avoid a first-round trip to Longview uh, for a uh, you know, if they were to lose to Copperas Cove on Friday night. There are other permutations in which Belton upsets Midway, in which they could avoid that as well, but... The, the bottom line is Temple is, is likely the number one seed with a loss and the number two seed with a win. Uh, I know Max and I are on different sides of this from, a, from our perspective. I'm not going to ask for your take because you're above that kind of stuff. What I'm going to ask you for instead is, is some historical context. This seems like um, – I know that, that for people who may not follow Texas high school football as closely as you do uh, may say this is crazy. This has got to be unprecedented. From your perspective in your memory and having the, the grasp of Texas high school football history, uh, how odd is it that we are in a situation like this uh, with Temple? Well, let me put it to you this way, Tab. In terms of not just getting into the playoffs, not getting into the playoffs, because the only one that's really facing that situation, well, it's it's Cove and it's Colleen with regard to the, the, the direct result of what happens with this whole Temple drama and all of that. Uh, everything that I'd always heard in the past when you have one of those scenarios only involved the teams if they did a certain thing 
it would help their seeding or change thing at, or or get into the playoffs. It wasn't having a gigantic pronounced effect on others. Uh, and and what I mean by that is I've never seen a deal that is as bizarre as it is where Temple knows for a fact that wins the football game, the reward is a trip, a road game. And see, it, it, it's a road game in, a, in, in, in the home stadium of the number four team in the state. And here's the difference. One of the unintended consequences of the past few years is rewarding top seeds and district champions with home playoff games. Mm-hmm. So it becomes even more dramatic because it's not at a neutral site. You could even make the case, well, you know, if Temple gets them on a neutral site, so on and so forth. The fact that they would actually go into their home stadium makes it all the more acute. Now, uh, you know, it comes down to this deal about, uh, do you, do you, you know, you play it straight up, you, you play the win, you do that, and that's your reward. If you play the strategy of it and you lose the game, then maybe you're quote-unquote rewarded mm-hmm. uh, by playing a home game against another team. I asked Todd Dodge, the Westlake Chaparral's coach, this morning on my show about it. Without hesita- hesitation of any kind, he immediately said, I play it straight up. I play to win the game. And I said, I said, well, you do realize, I said, that's, you know, that's how probably most coaches are going to answer. He goes, well, let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. He said, first of all, he goes, I'm a big believer in karma. And if you, <laughs> and if you, you do that kind of thing somewhere, somehow, I think it's going to come back to bite you if you do that. Two, he said, and this is something I hadn't really thought about. He said, do you realize if you do that, if you quote unquote throw the game or you play not to win or whatever, uh, then the, you have given the biggest file of bulletin board material you have ever given as a team to a future opponent, in this case, probably Mesquite Horn. Mm-hmm. And he says, can you imagine Coach Nor talking to his players going, hey, fellas, they actually tanked a game because they wanted us. Mm-hmm. He said, that's, that's something else you're having to deal with. And so then I brought up the JV question, which I know you, you've brought up in the past, Tap, about why don't you just run your JV out there and say, you know, you guys play, we're playing to win, but we're going to play the JV out there. And he said, no, I don't do that either because JV kids aren't prepared for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you get them out there in that kind of deal with a team that's hungry and trying to get the playoffs, you could really get somebody hurt. How do you explain that to somebody's parents? Well, we wanted to get the varsity with the best chance to win. So, yeah, I ran your sophomore kid out there, and he got his ACL ripped up by a defensive line. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that to a parent? So it's not an easy answer. I don't think it's an easy answer. I don't think it's as, as, as automatic as, as coaches would say, yes, you definitely go and you play the game, and it's mm-hmm. ethical, and you do all that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't say that wasn't the right decision. All I said was, there aren't any real easy answers in this kind of perfect storm scenario facing Temple and facing that district. It's Craig White, the Texas High Football Hall of Famer, joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. All right, Craig, it's that time of the uh, program in which we ask you to pick between three incredible games, and it's an impossible question, and so we love asking it to you. Uh, I'll give Couldn't you th- be any more impossible than 12-6A. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Uh, I'll give you three games. you got to tell me which one you are most interested in. Um and, and this is an odd week for it, too, because normally you would say, OK, I just want the best game, period. But some of these sure. games don't necessarily have the playoff implications that others would. Uh, so I'll give you three games. 
Um, okay. and, and, and you tell me which one you're most interested in. It's a terrific right, – hey, By the way, is, is, is Temple and Cove one of the three? No, I'm not going to give you that one. I'm not going to give you okay. that one. I'm going to okay. make this uh, – Okay. I'll be a slim. <laughs> There's a curiosity factor there, of course. Uh, we're going to go – I'm going to go with a big school game, a huge rivalry, and a fascinating 3A matchup. Let's go with okay. the Battle of Beltline, DeSoto and Cedar Hill. Always, okay. always a big rivalry. Let's go down – to finally, 14-3A Division One's uh, carousel will quit spinning, and Yoakum will play Goliad on Friday night. Or, or Mid-County Madness down there in Nederland, P&G in Nederland, a blood rivalry uh, between those two. Which one is piquing your interest most? I'm going Mid-County. Yeah. I, it's just, it's just the, the, the history of the rivalry. I mean, put it this way. I, I might have considered, even though it, it may or may not have a lot of implication, although it could have some, I might have considered Permian Midland Lee had yep. that be on, been on there. But even then, I think I would have taken Mid-County on this. Uh, it, it's fascinating. There's the additional subplot of what happened with PNG in the forfeited game this year. I, I think I would go with that. Now, having said that, you know, Battle of Beltline is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, both of those teams obviously are headed for the postseason as well, and they don't like each other. And uh, that, that, that's something uh, I think that's something uh, pretty special as well, and uh, the thing in fourteen three A getting settled as well. There's 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 a few others like that, but I'm probably going to I think lean. I would lean toward uh, Nederland PNG. It's a fascinating game and a great matchup of of quarterbacks there as well. He is Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Follow him on Twitter at Craig Way One. Craig, appreciate your time. Now I'm not seeing you this this Friday. Is that right? Not unless you're somewhere out on the windswept plains of southern New Mexico. Oh. Uh, I have a, a, a University of Texas basketball game on Friday night. Uh, they're playing Arkansas in, Ar- in the Armed Forces Classic. They're playing on the Army base at Fort Bliss in the rec hall, actually. They're actually going to play them there. Uh, and then I'm getting in the car and driving for 350 miles as soon as the game's over, driving to Lubbock because Texas plays Texas Tech at football on Saturday. So cutting diagonally across uh, southwestern New Mexico or southeastern New Mexico uh, back into the South Plains of Lubbock, it cuts off about 80 miles by doing that instead of just going the interstates and around the horn, so to speak, to go up to, uh, to, go up to Lubbock. So somewhere out there in the hinterlands of the land of enchantment, I'll be roaming late Friday night. And, and probably driving with your cell phone up and, and trying to, to refresh uh, game scores is Craig Way. Craig, please drive safe. Uh, have fun out there in El Paso, and we will talk to you next week. You got it, fellas. There he goes. Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting that, that you know, because I uh, Craig's, of course, the – um, the uh, you know historical oh, yeah. uh, touchstone for Texas high school football, and so I was really interested if something like this has ever happened. It sounds like if it has, it's super rare, yeah. um, where it's this cut and dry. So it's really interesting. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out, and and that's an interesting point that Todd Dodge brought up about what if you put out your JV out there and he and and you get, get mangled, get, get, get hurt. Yeah. So in any case, we appreciate uh, Craig White hopping on with us, and now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. I think it's their favorite. Uh, still getting a lot of love from uh, our commenters for this Sundown New Deal game. I'm kind of I'm starting to wish I was going to be out there because uh, they're pretty pretty excited. Spoiler alert! Make sure you check out the picks yeah, video the pig, tomorrow. The picks will have some something to say about that game tomorrow. Uh, 
Todd Hanneth asks, who do y'all think will be College Station Cougars' first-round opponent and where? Hi, Todd. Might I interest you in our playoff projections at texasfootball.com? They're there. They're waiting for you. Go see them. And if not that, wait yeah. for Friday. Friday, we'll have everything on the site. Uh, yeah, we'll start We'll start updating everything. And then I think by Sunday night, we'll have our whole preview up for yep. the playoffs. We should. Yeah. Should be fun. We're planning a lot of fun stuff for you guys. Uh, and I hope you guys will all uh, enjoy it. We'll definitely be promoting the heck out of it as the weekend gets closer. Jacob John says, uh, at some point, we need to do an all-state great name team based on uh, Wilson Long. Great quarterback name. He was very excited about that. Not a bad point. Uh, the all-name team is something that we've kind of flirted with in the past, and we just have not made it like a regular thing. But the problem is there's so many serious things to talk about during the season, and then it always feels kind of weird to do it in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you are the king of the all-name team. I do love you the all-name team. Though, yeah. I'll tell you when the best time happens, because we want to be as fair as possible. Yeah. It's whenever we are editing the magazine, because yeah. that's when we're reading all the that's names. That's true. It's when we think about it the and most. And so it's just yeah. like something crops up, and you go, oh my gosh, that's yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, a lot of people responding uh, with their you know sort of tips and stories uh, for the childbirth situation. <laughs> Corey Hoke, who will be here on Monday for our Veterans Day special and bracket breakdown. It's going to be a mega show on Monday. He and Brent Holman are going to be in the house. Uh, he said, my son came too fast for the epidural to work. They ah. gave my wife fentanyl, and she took it like a champ. So oh there you go. Okay, so there, there is a break glass in case of emergency. I Supposedly, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh-uh. There are lots of people just saying, and Corey echoed this, you'll just be exhausted at the hospital. At home, it's not as bad. Either that's what way, I've heard. I, I guess that's... I have no idea. I, these are things that I do not think about, and I am, I'm just trying to keep things together here while Tepper's gone. That's, yep. all, that's all we're trying to do. Yep, yep. Um, what else? Uh, Justin Tate makes a good point. Arlington High and Lamar will be crazy. We agree. Matt Steph's going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a great game. Arling- really well, so here's, here, I'll yeah. tell you what. I, it's always hard to – because I don't want to overwhelm Craig with like five choices right, right, or right, 12. Right, right, right. But like here are ones I could have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, New Deal Sundown, yeah. obviously. Uh, Munster Winthorst, which is a game that got put together at the last minute because Petrolia had to cancel their season. Right. That's actually an awesome game. Yeah. Burton and Snook, Arlington and Arlington Martin, Denton Ryan and Birdville. Um, Midway yeah. Belton, I think, is super yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah. Groover Stratford, Angleton Friendswood, Wellington Wheeler, a few others. But uh, yeah. those were ones I could have mentioned. Yeah. And uh, Midl- uh, Midland Lee and Permian. Yeah, awesome. obviously. Uh, Todd Gleaton asks, will the playoff info be pay only? No. Uh, starting Sunday, all no, of our playoff yes. coverage will be 100% free. Don't we will blow it out for you. We're planning on having... There will be, there will be some stuff, but like yeah. as far as brackets Not, are concerned or yeah. matchup stuff, the basic info will be free. The Don't basic info that. will be free, be, be free. On Sunday, we're going to roll out our brackets, game times and locations, sleeper picks, uh, prospects to watch... Uh, Something else. We will. There's six. Eventually, then Monday. Monday show will be bracket breakdown. Oh, our predictions. Yeah, and our predictions, predictions will be in there, and then I'll probably be releasing some pretty cool playoff posters, like we did last year. I think a lot of people like those. So we'll have a playoff central for all that. We'll we'll promote the heck out of that stuff. We'll tell you guys where you need to check it out. But that'll all be out Sunday night ish. Uh, your full playoff preview, and we'll be talking about it all next week. And we'll have a full bracket breakdown show for Veterans Day with our Veterans Day guests on Monday. It's going to be a mega show. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so I hope uh, Brent. I know Brent's been doing his homework. I hope Corey Hogue is doing yeah. his homework. But Cor- Brent is already like throwing the gauntlet down. He's like, I've been doing my research on every division. He's okay. like, I'm ready to talk football. Let's do it. So uh, Corey's been deep in small college coverage for us. So hopefully he can pull it back a little bit and take a look at uh, at all six divisions. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Cool. You want to do a show tomorrow? You probably should. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.